the blast from our past network. Talking Back. Double feature. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I am your host, Tim, and with me today is co-host Dean. Hello, Dean. Hello, Tim. Dean, welcome to Talking Back's first double feature episode. So happy to be here. So pumped about it. We are giving more. Yes, we're very giving, and we've been... uh... We've been thinking about this one for a while. We're pretty excited. We've explained Double Feature a little bit, I think. Oh, before we get into it, guess who found out about Double Feature first? Who found out about it? I don't know. Who? Uh, our newsletter subscribers. We dropped... Oh, I did know that. We, you did know that, yeah, because you're part of the newsletter. We, we dropped the news that we're doing this Double Feature in our newsletter, and we're probably going to be doing stuff like that. So if you want to get the inside track on on what we're doing here and get some information before it comes out, sign up for the newsletter, everybody. Yeah, Tim doesn't let any spoilers on the podcast, but he is all for spoilers in the newsletter. Yeah, I like spoilers in the newsletter. And actually, yeah. I'm I'm having trouble deciding whether or not to drop a spoiler about the podcast in this episode or save it for the newsletter. Wow. So you know what this is. I haven't uh, talked to you about this, but you know what the spoiler is. I'm okay. I'm wondering if we do it in this episode for everybody, or we just, you know, broadcast it early to the newsletter people. Thank you for all the people who have already signed up for the newsletter. The first one went out December 1st, and the next one's due out right away, everybody. Right away. It's going to be out. It's already done. It's just waiting there for, for us to hit the send button on yeah, January 1st. we could 1st. do it right now. We could, but we won't. No. Tim, I would say you give that spoiler in this episode just for the first-time listeners of Double Feature to get something special. Yeah, I was I was leaning towards just letting it out here because I I don't think I can keep it in anymore. Is, is, yeah, is right. really the problem. But if that happens, then we're gonna have to figure out something else to spoil for our newsletter people. Yeah, it won't uh, be and hard. we've only got no, it won't be hard. We've only got a couple days to figure that out though. But we got to give them something. We we got to give. We're giving some spoilers in the newsletter. That's got to be a thing. Now, we do talking back for fun, right? Then we do our main feed for fun. For sure. Yeah. And we're doing double feature for more fun. Yeah, extra fun. It's extra fun. We're just doing yeah. we, we're not having enough fun yet. We need to have on more this, fun. On double features, we are only going to have fun. So, if you want only fun, you come here. If you want fun, you go to the regular episode. Only fun is here. Tim, have you ever seen my shoulders this loose before in an episode? <laughs> Actually, like I'm usually, no. I'm usually tight, like just shaking in my chair. I'm so loose. I'm laid back here. I'm sitting back from the mic, not even up up on it. I know. I usually, I'm usually sitting back a bit because it looks like you're going to jump at your screen and a, and try to attack me or something. You're so uptight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you're loose. You're loose today. That's, I'm loosey-goosey today, man. I like it. That's because we're just going to have some fun, man. In double feature, we're going to cover some content that doesn't maybe fit in our main feed or it was going to take us too long to get to it or we wanted to have a special guest on for that topic yeah. so that's all the kind of stuff that's going to be double feature 
And it's double feature because you're going to get a double episode one week. So we're going to drop on uh, whatever whatever week we have extra content on the Friday. We'll drop you an extra podcast in your inbox. That's that. Yeah. That's what we call housekeeping. Out of the and way. All tight. No. Everything's neat and tidy. Done. Let's get to uh, let's get to double feature content. Yes. Now we have just finished the Predator franchise. We did all of the movies. You watched every one of them twice. I watched you, every one of them twice. I watched man. every one of them for the first time. Actually, except for AVP, I did see that one in theaters. That was the only one I had seen before. Um, and I watched every other one for the first time and the second time. That is mind-blowing, dude. I'm just still blown away by that by that stat. I know. I know. Out of all the stats we've pulled out from all these movies, that might be the most interesting one. Right, yeah. And that's the one we didn't have to do any research for. I just knew it. I knew that one. <laughs> you came with that stat. Yeah, I came with that one. Yes. Well, we were contemplating... Actually, we weren't contemplating... We weren't contemplating at all. We had decided that we we wanted to have a final kind of wrap-up show for that franchise because there's obviously things we want to say about all the movies after finishing the last movie, but we didn't want to, like, piggyback talking about all the movies onto the Predator episode, right? Because right. it, it didn't seem like we'd be doing the Predator justice uh, by adding a bunch of other stuff in. So we thought, yeah. bonus episode... And then we had figured out this double feature thing, and we're like, that's a great first double feature. So, um, how was everybody's uh, holiday season, though? Uh, great. Yeah. Well, I was talking to everybody out there in the listening world. But yeah, yeah, I'm glad yours was great, too. I'm currently, Tim, I'm the voice of everybody. It's true. You don't yeah, have you a are. voice right now. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Yeah, good. Okay. Well, yeah, we had, a, we had fun on our Christmas episode. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Those are always a good time. Oh yeah, noggin. Nog. I got. I'm not. I got nogged out. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm ever gonna get tired of saying nogged out. No, me neither. It's either. so lame, but I love it. I love it. But Tim, this is no time for nogging. Nog. The time for I nogging know. is done. I know. I just like to reminisce. Yeah. I love reminiscing. It's, we. It's time to reminisce about Predator franchise. Wow. Great segue, Dean. That was amazing. Yeah, okay. So here we go. Released mm-hmm. between 1987. And 2018, with a combined yeah. budget of $281 million, this nice. franchise grosses $752 million. Okay, pretty good. Good pretty job. Pretty good. Boom, dude. Like five, well done. Made like $500 million. That's all. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, that is like one Marvel movie, Those all those stats, but yeah, still. Yeah, I know. You that had to bring amazing. that up, eh? You had to go there. Oh, no, I'm just saying that that it's Marvel a lot of money. Are, yeah, they're just putting all that money in and getting all that money back. But that's awesome for like an R-rated franchise. This is back at so a time. Cool. Yeah, back at a time where those huge blockbusters weren't as as frequent as they are now. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. People had lives back then. So they didn't have time to go to the movie theater seven times. Right, right. To yeah. see Avengers. They're busy yeah, um, doing other things like. Yeah. Did you see Avengers seven times? No, I don't. I don't think I've. I don't really see movies twice in the theater. I actually okay. can't think of a single movie I've seen two times in the theater. Oh wow, wow! I just don't. That's not my thing. I'm a. I'm a double feature kind of guy, Tim. Yeah. All right. This franchise, I love it. There we go. I'm just gonna drop it out there. I, I love, love this franchise. 
I think Predator 1 is one of the best movies of all time. I also think that, Tim. I, I definitely think that. I don't subscribe to like a top 10 list. I know movies that might fit in there. This is one of them. I feel like if I actually wrote down a top 10 list, this would be in my top 10. Right, yeah. I we, We've said my top 10. It is not in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's I have a top 50 and it is in there. Okay, good. What number? Oh, I don't know. I float that around. See, yeah, here's the thing Yours about my floats. top 50. Yeah, here's the thing about my top 50 list. It actually has like 87 movies in it. Oh. And I just kind of flip things in and out and in and out and in and out. So it's just somewhere in there. I don't know, dude. That's that's a bit of a skeptical I, list then. What are you talking about? My, my feelings always change about things. Yeah, but you got... 30. When I learn more, the next watch, I learn something more. It's going to move up a bit. You got 37 subs? Fit oh, in? yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I Dean, I think this franchise suffers the same fate as many of the franchises from that time period. And that is them trying to remake the glory of the first one. So the, mm. fir- the first one makes a ton of money. It does really well. And they just want to cash more checks. Right. Right. So don't get me wrong. I liked all the movies in this franchise. Obviously, mm-hmm. some are better than others. But I do feel like this franchise falls flat. And that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing because there are other like really great series that suffer this same fate. Look yeah. at Jaws. Jaws, my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. This franchise that I like I love. I love this franchise. I think there's a place for all these movies, but it's not a great franchise. Like it, it does fall flat. You know, nothing really lives up to the glory of the first one. Uh yeah. Die Hard, same story, right? The first yeah. one is incredible. The others were they were good movies, right? But it's like the first one peaks and then it just kind of goes downhill. Rocky, same idea, except for Rocky Four is a caveat there. Ooh, yeah, as one of the so, worst movies ever. That one, like, it was like Rocky One, really, really amazing, really certain type of movie. Right. Two and three kind of like went downhill and then Rocky Four, and it's just like, boom, elevation. Right. Mostly for the soundtrack, mostly for the soundtrack. That is one I don't like, Tim. Okay, fair enough. We ought to do that then. That's That's got to be a double feature movie right there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's got a double oh, feature sure. written all over it. Good, yeah. Uh, another series, Ghostbusters. Incredible first movie. Yeah. The other yeah. ones, you know, not not quite as much. Rambo. Another, another series like that. First one I thought was yeah. really great. Everything starts to change. Kind of goes downhill. To a lesser degree, I'd say the Terminator series. The caveat being Terminator 2 is incredible probably the best movie right. in the in the series but that one again it like right. starts off strong goes downhill yeah. no one knows what to do with it after that right so it seems like if a movie franchise doesn't have a plan ahead of time it ends up falling flat in this way and obviously there's exceptions right it's a, this isn't you know every every uh, movie franchise but i feel like if there's no plan they just make a lot of money on one movie and then try to continue it so let's look at what happens with movie series that have a plan from the start Okay, the original Star Wars trilogy, incredible, mm-hmm. right? That was a plan yeah, all along. The Matrix, amazing series, right? Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones. These are all series that seem to have a plan, and yeah. um, followed with that plan. And the the series, the franchise, is excellent, right? Um, one exception that I think is pretty interesting, though, is where I don't think they had a real plan. 
for the franchise, but it actually is a solid franchise pretty much all the way out would have to be Mad Max. I feel like that was like a one-off first movie, but did really well. And I don't think he had a plan for like four movies, but he did them and they all kind of like fit in that world. They were all really good. And I think that one really worked. So as I said, there's always exceptions. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. I would, I would also throw in there uh, John Wick. Um, I've only seen the first one, so. Okay. It, it's very good. I, li- I like the rest of the series a lot, and I don't think that had any plan. I just think it was such a, s- such a great reception to that first one that they're like, okay, let's keep doing it. Let's expand. Right. Yeah. That, that's a good point. So, yeah, that's kind of what's kind of what I'm thinking initial thoughts on the franchise, but why don't we get into the movies? Let's talk about the movies. Let's just go first, first to last. I'll let you start us off. Just like, let's not go too long with each movie, right? Let's just give maybe some likes and dislikes and just uh, chat a bit about it. Okay. So kicking it off with the first movie, Predator. I was not expecting it to be so good. And that's kind of what I, always think back to when I think of that movie, how much it shocked me that it was such a good movie. Like, not just an action movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it wasn't really one of those Arnold Schwarzenegger action movies where he just ran the show. Like, the movie stood on its own. He was great in it, but it wasn't like it was just him, and that's why the movie was great. Like, a lot of those 80s action movies starring Arnold, I like because I like him, and, like, the rest of the movie would kind of crumble without him. Not Predator. Like, it was just solid on its own. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, you're not wrong there. It was incredible. I mean, I, I said it. One of It would be on my top ten list, so. Yeah, it was so, it's, like, such a great movie. One of my favorites. Just, like, I can't believe I missed it. Like, such a great movie. Yeah, so maybe to, to, to piggyback off that, I remember it being amazing. I saw it you know, younger, growing up, loved it so much. I was surprised to see how well it held up after not watching it for many, many Mm -hmm. years. Uh, I was like, well, this movie's not going to surprise me because I know everything about it. It still surprised me. There's still things I was picking up. I was like, uh, you know, I'm older and wiser. And I'm like, well, that makes a whole lot of sense. That's really cool. Uh, Dean, one of the things that I picked up going through this franchise that I thought was really neat is we always love the uh the suit up montage of the predators yeah. right guess who the og suit up guy is it's arnie in the first one he has right. his suit up montage right he's like he's doing his um he's doing his traps he's like getting his weapons together he's getting he gets his totally. torch ready he's like doing his mud up he's yes. doing like this like maybe it's not as much a suit up but it's like a get ready for battle montage and then after the first one they slid that into the predators and they were the ones who kind of suited up from that moment on so i thought that was really neat yeah very neat and i I really like at the end of that movie where the you know the predator takes off his equipment and wants to fight arnie like hand to hand because that is just such a, a step up for a monster in a monster movie to have that sort of code of honor and wanting to defeat this this warrior guy who's survived so far, he wants to do it, you know, fist to fist. And I thought that was such a cool moment in the movie that I was not expecting at all. No, it was very cool. It felt a bit weird because that's not something we're used to seeing in movies. So it was was a little bit weird. Loved it though. Um, 
I love the cut and dry three act structure of this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I also love how up close and personal the camera is in this movie. It is right on people's faces. You see the sweat, you see the terror and you feel like you're right there with them. So those are a couple of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Excellent, Tim. Excellent. (laughs) That's just uh, Christmas is still rolling out of me a little bit. The the songs are still flowing. They're still inside you. And you you know what? You just have to let them out. That's what has to happen. That's right. They're like farts. (laughs) Right. They make you feel better once they're out. (laughs) They're just eating you up inside and and you need to let them out. Sometimes you feel worse. I mean, every for everyone around you, it's way worse. You've made everything <laughs> way worse for everyone around you, but you feel a little bit better. Usually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, Tim, expertly directed that first movie, so good. And that third act, um, that you mentioned the three act structure. I think Predator, the best act is the third act, which I would say is not the case to a lot of the sequels. The best act is usually the worst act in a lot of the sequels. Um, so I think that's what makes that first one really stand and really pop. It's just so good throughout finishing as strong as the movie's been. Like, it's just the best it's been is in that last act. Very interesting. Excellent. Okay. Predator 2. Go. Predator 2 is exactly what I wanted to happen next. And it was pick out the Predator and throw him or her in another movie. Throw the Predator in another movie. And I personally, just because I grew up on them, I love 80s, 90s, like, trash action movies. You know, action Mm -hmm. movies that are just, you know, they're not the smartest thing ever written out there. They're just fun. They're fun action movies. They've got, you know, a lot of guns, a lot of tough guys. And you drop the Predator in that type of movie. And it was not, again, just like, I was so excited once it started and I knew what was going on and I, and I just got more excited as it went on. Yeah. Um, for me, obviously I just want more predator, right? Like I'm excited to see more predator, predator action. Uh, this is back at a time where if you had a first movie and the second or third movie drops the main star, I would get sad because right. I, I would know it's not going to be the same as what it was, right? And I, I remember for several different things, like in Jaws 3, when uh, Roy Schneider is no no longer a part of it, I was just, I was devastated. Like he was as much a part of the movie as the shark was to me. So how do you even do this movie without him? So I was getting those feelings for number two when I heard there's no Arnold Schwarzenegger. How do you have yeah. a Predator movie without Arnold Schwarzenegger? So big concerns there, but they followed up with such an excellent cast and Danny Glover just knocks this role out of the park. Like he does such a good job. And I guess, you know, they kind of, they kind of change the scenario, right? You're not in the jungle where maybe you need this like beefy, um, gigantic caveman, uh, of muscle running around. You're in the city. So you need like this hard boiled detective. And I love the casting of that movie. I think... I think if you put a different cast in there, it could fall a little bit short of, of what it should be. So I really appreciate uh, the, the the cast and the acting. And I really, really liked the story of them going to L.A. and seeing this predator causing damage in a city. Uh, yeah. Really neat. And the type of people that he would go after. 
right? Like what he was right, going after. Yes. He was, I think we figured it out in our Predator 2 episode. He, he usually only collects one skull from his hunt, right? And he, yeah. he collected the skull of King Willie. That's who he wanted. That's who he was in LA for, was like the number yeah. one drug, the drug kingpin. He wasn't yeah. there for a cop or anything like that. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, totally. It was sort of like the most powerful person, you know, to him is the one he wanted to take out. And I, I'm with you. I, I really like Danny Glover in that movie. Um, I think he's I think he's fun in that role. And it just, yeah, it, it was sort of every time he's on the screen, um, I'm having fun along with him. I don't know what it is about seeing Danny Glover, you know, doing all those stunts, climbing on the side of a building and, you know, just looking at a, a predator and just being like, ah, shit. Like, it was just so good for me. I, I really enjoyed it. It seems out of place that he'd be that guy, but he's able to it do does. it so it well. Really that does. It's like, it's shocking yeah. at first. And then it's like, wow, like he's really doing it. He's pulling it off and it's great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. AVP. I love it. We, I mean, we, we talked about the, the in the AVP episode. I love Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I think that when you're throwing these two big properties together, Alien and, and Predator, um, you're not really going to get this really smart, really thought out plot. And honestly, for that type of movie, it's not really what I want. What I want is just fun action between the two i want to see the two fight that's really all i want to see i don't care about uh the humans in in the movie so you know what yeah throw in a bunch of b actors that i've seen in a bunch of other stuff so i get excited when they're on screen but go ahead and kill them i don't care i just want to see these two monsters you know going at it and i think that uh you know paul anderson did a lot of things visually in the movie that uh were pleasing to my eye so i i like i still to this day go back and watch a lot of the fight scenes on youtube yeah i wasn't i wasn't worried about them like doing both of the franchises correct at the same time i was i was going in like ready to be accepting that it might not be as good as either one of those franchises but what i wanted to see like you said is i wanted to see a lot of predator versus alien action i didn't just want to go in there and have to wait till the very end of the movie to see like one predator fight an alien so i want i want that dynamic of the two fighting which we get and that one i just thought was a lot of fun like it was not you didn't have to take that one all that much you know all that serious the first two um were much more serious than this and I liked them throwing Lance Hendrickson in. It was a nice, it was a yeah. nice touch. They did, they did a lot of subtle things. I think they were, they were very true to both of the franchises, uh, in a way that just worked. I didn't have many complaints as to, um, you know, oh, the aliens didn't do this or the predators didn't do that. I, th- I think they did a real good job of explaining how this scenario could actually take place. Yeah, and- I, I think one of the biggest criticisms of the movie is that you know it kind of feels like a video game with this shifting pyramid and all these plans that the predators have to um with with the queen that they have chained up and to like birth all these aliens that then they're going to be hunting down um perfect does feel it does exactly it does feel a lot like a video game that's exactly what i want and that's exactly why paul ws anderson is doing it that's the guy who brings video games onto the screen and makes them feel as dumb as video games like video games aren't smart they don't have great storylines like some of them do some of them definitely do but like that's not what people are really concerned about when they're making a video game they're not really concerned about the tight story they're making Mm -hmm. and 
I want this. I want this video game type movie for an AVP clash. So me personally just really enjoy that style for this type of movie. Yeah, I love the video game feel in movies. Yeah, I just think it's a bonus. If, if a movie can make me feel like I want to play it as a video game, that's great. And then when I find out that there is no video game attached, I'm just like, why, why not? Your movie already right. feels like a video game and you didn't make a video game for it. Like you, you missed an opportunity there. You called it a queen. You just called it a queen. In our whole episode, we called it a queen. In um, just kind of like revisiting these movies, I learned that that wasn't a queen. Oh. It was something called a Praetorian, which is apparently like a general underneath the queen. And okay. it's a little bit smaller than the queen, but it's not actually a queen. But it also lays eggs? It apparently it can also lay eggs. Okay. Yeah. Like if there were if there was no queen around, it would take that place, like take that role. Right. But right. I think it was not quite as big as the queen and aliens. Um, and I, that's just, that's just what I read is that there's something called a Praetorian. This, I had no idea about this, but there's something called yeah. a Praetorian. It's like the queen's, okay. the queen's general. Um, and I think that's, that's what, what was in, a that's what they had is the, the Praetorian. So that was interesting. Hmm. Just, uh, filling in some holes that were missed in some of these previous episodes. That's what double features fixing, are for. Fixing mistakes. That's what double features about is fixing our mistakes. Fixing mistakes. Not about having fun anymore. <laughs> no, now it's about it's not, fixing mistakes. It's actually not about having fun at all. It's about, uh, yeah, covering up holes we made, holes we dug. Okay, uh, AVP Requiem. How about that one? Ooh, this one, um, this one is not as good as AVP. I did not really like this one too much. Um, I, I couldn't. I couldn't really see what I wanted to see. I'm, like I said with AVP, I'm tuning in because I want to see those those monsters clash. I want to see them collide and fight. And it was actually so dark that it was... And, and so up close. Like the shots, even if you turned up like the brightness on your TV, they are so close and so quick in like the cutting that I really had no idea what was going on in any fight. And so I lost that aspect of it. And then I tried to, you know, attach to the human aspect of it. And they all suck. So I, I, it was, there's not much in that movie for me to, um, you know, grab onto in saying that I did watch this movie twice and both times I had a good time. Like, it's not like I didn't have a good time. I just love all these movies. I will watch it again in my life. Not my favorite one. Mm -hmm. This was a tough one. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. This was, which I understand that's fair. Yeah. This was the first movie I didn't actually finish watching when i rented it I'd right never, yeah. i will watch the worst movie all the way through if i pay money to rent it and this one i didn't yeah uh, it's just yeah i mean yeah you you're hoping for more of that great predator alien action and they provided it but you couldn't see it it was too dark they they screwed up yep. on the lighting they screwed up on the effects and yeah that one obviously was a, a dud that was the dud of the franchise um i think we both agree on that for sure. It has predators in it and it has aliens in it and they're doing stuff. So I will probably throw it on again in my life. But it's kind of like the Jaws 4 thing. If you, if you go back to our Jaws 4 episode, like I think that movie is so, so dumb. But also it has a shark in it. So I'm going to throw it on and I'm going to watch it more in my life. 
there's some fun stuff in that. So yeah. then what's the fun stuff going on in Requiem? I, I really liked the ending. I thought that was pretty good. They they kind of caught me off guard a little bit with uh, with the ending, like the nuke at the end. Yeah. Um, I, I felt you could kind of see that that might be where they're going, but I never thought they'd actually go there. So I, I, yeah. I did like that. I did like how the movie just, it started right where the end of AVP was. And I loved that ending to AVP. And then Requiem just picks right, right up, like right seconds after that movie ended. So great entry into the movie. And yeah, you know, there, there were some, some good things about it, but yeah, I mean, as a movie, yeah. it was, a, it was a bit of a tough one to, to go through. Yeah. Tough one For to me, watch. the, the predator wolf that has to come down to earth and clean up, uh, sort of all the stuff that's been going on, clean up all that mess. Um, to me, that's the best part of the movie that, that predator going around, um, making his own kills, cleaning up his, all the mess that's already there. Uh, that to me is the most fun. Mm. Now, predators. Uh, this one, this one, I was pleased with Tim. I like this movie. Yeah, this was a solid entry, a yeah. solid entry into the franchise. I think it starts off just with the first thing we see, which is Adrian Brody. Okay, you've got an Oscar-winning actor helming this movie. That I mean, yeah. that that's a great start. And 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 like sort of thrown into it, falling from the sky, you know, hits the ground um predators shoots across the screen the music plays like within the first four minutes of this movie i'm just so jacked thinking oh my goodness this is like the greatest movie of all time like i couldn't be in a better mood right now i am so excited and then we just keep introducing characters that uh you know actors i know and i recognize and i love um so this one really hits me with um some really cool stuff that they do with predators uh, on this planet and then also some really like some really i, I want to say likable characters but like for me i like them like they're not really supposed to be likable but um a lot of characters that i re- like a lot of actors i recognize and a lot of characters that i start to really like in the movie so it hits me with both sides it hits me with the monsters you know and and the the actors yeah i think they are actually all supposed to be likable because they are. Okay. They are all like They are. Like, I like them, but I mean, like, they're supposed to be, you know, bad people. Or I, I guess they're supposed to be, yeah. So I, I read I read a funny uh, a funny quote um, just the other day about this. So you have Academy Award winning actor Adrian Brody for The Pianist. And you have Academy Award winning actor Walter Goggins for this movie. That's what the quote was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I kind of get it. Like, that guy, even though you right. kind of hate him in the movie... He, oh, yeah. he killed it. He killed it in this movie. He's such he's such an asshole in this movie. Like totally. you you have to want to hate him, but you like him. He's just like he's that likable <laughs> for, for that, whatever reason. He's yeah, it's like, one of those characters that you hate so much, but you can't imagine the movie without him. Like the you, movie needs him. You need the mood lightened you, with with yeah. a character like that. Yeah. I said we we you start with Adrian Brody. Uh, yeah i think it starts actually before that it starts with robert rodriguez being tied to this movie because true this is this is coming out when that that guy's a huge name and the stuff that he's doing it's like if his name is on something that's a reason to pay attention so uh i i think i misstepped when i said yeah it starts off with the best thing adrian brody i think even before that you got something going on you got a great a great dynamic happening then they decide to bring in adrian brody they're bringing all these amazing actors. Again, this is an excellent cast. 
um, AVP and AVP Requiem did not have an excellent cast. This is um, this is uh, going back to the whole concept of having a great cast, mm-hmm. and it really worked. It really, really yeah. worked. It was it's so much fun watching these these performances. Yeah, I, I like I like them all. Um, I enjoy their performances. I enjoy um, the. Uh, the visual things that they added to the predators um, with, I guess with their masks on, they've added, um, you know, trophies that they kind of wear. So you got like one of them's wearing like a jawbone of something he killed on the outside of his mask. And you know, the other one's wearing like tusks on the outside of his mask. And I thought this looked so cool. I thought this was an incredible addition to the look of a predator. I hated when they took their masks off i did not like that design at all it was just way too much for me um but when with their masks on i thought they were the coolest looking predators yeah they went with the whole um predators have personalities and went even further with it which yeah i appreciate that i'm uh, i'm big for the idea of let's let their personalities shine maybe even more than they do and i think i think they do a great job through the franchise with actually letting these predators have personalities. And mm-hmm. at first you maybe don't realize it, but by the time you get to the end of the franchise, you you can tell that these predators were all different. They kind of had different um, tendencies and they, they did things a bit differently and beyond looking different, they, they acted different. And I liked that, right? I liked that. Um, let's say in like the alien franchise, there's it's not those those aliens the xenomorphs don't really have a personality right it's like the high yeah. the hive mind like they're yeah, they're all sure gonna not. do the same thing they kind of all have the same goal the predators they have these personalities they have they have weapons they each have weapons they prefer they yeah. um some of them lift weights more than others right um it's it's just it's it's, definitely it's interesting it's, yeah. I, I like that yeah i like it a lot too the uh, weightlifters. I'm alluding to the AVP boys, the Pred boys. You called them. Or, or did you, the Pred boys, the thick boys, the thick Pred boys, the thick Pred boys. That was r- yes. ridiculous. Although I like They've AVP, been lifting, man. Those guys were way too jacked. They're swole, man. I like them. Okay, now the Predator. <laughs> Last entry, the Predator. The Predator. Uh, the Predator is you know. So this is our most recent episode. So it's the movie that's the most fresh in my mind, and it is. For me, a great start to the movie, almost the first half, maybe the first third to the first half is just so solid for me. I'm really on board with the movie and it totally loses me by the end. I think because of having to cut the movie down and cutting out a bunch of sections that just, uh, I I don't know, I I felt very lost in the movie. So I think they cut a bunch of sections that explained what would happen, what was going on. Um, So I, I just, it, I no longer felt engaged with it because I felt like it was just happening to me um, instead of me, you know, sort of participating and watching it. And uh, yeah, so I, that, that one, that one definitely lost me by the end. Fair enough. That one for me, when I was watching it now, this was the first one in the franchise I hadn't seen. So this was, this was my first time Mm -hmm. seeing it. And I was, I was actually blown away when I saw it. I really, really, really liked it. The first yeah. time I was like, this is a lot of fun. And I'm, I mean, at this point, I'm already of the understanding that we're not getting Predator 1 again. That's not going to happen. So I'm like, well, here's another Predator movie that I haven't seen. I love all of them in the franchise. This will be fun. And I sat down and I watched it and I was 
I was I had so much fun with that movie. There were so many yeah. cool things going on. And by the end of it, I was like, I I friggin' love that movie. And then I watched it again, like a couple of days later, and I had a hard time getting through it. Like when yeah. that initial um that initial buzz of just having more content wore off, I started to realize, well, oh, this is actually quite terrible. But they had yeah. a lot of cool scenes, a lot of cool ideas. Yeah. The um the comedy was great. Like I laughed so hard through that movie, but I don't want to really be laughing in a predator movie. That's not really what, what I right. want out of it. So I appreciated what I got. Um, I think it, it fits, it's fine, but again, it's just, it's more of them kind of going in the wrong direction um, yeah. from what I actually truly want to see. Yeah. Again, it's a, yeah, it's a movie that's fine that I'm probably going to watch again. Um, but this is, this is the mo- the type of movie where like the good things, the good scenes, the parts I like about it are some of my favorite things in the whole franchise. But then the parts that I don't like about it are some of my least favorite things in the whole franchise. And those kind of happen in the first half versus second half where I'm really on board with a lot of those scenes in the first half. And then in the second half, I'm really not liking a lot of the stuff. I hear you. All right. Let us rank these movies in order from least favorite to best favorite. Least to to, to most favorite? Okay. So um, give me, just run it down for me six down to one. I feel like our lists are going to be pretty close. Yeah, let's go six but to one. You, you just you give me your six to one. Okay. Um, so at the bottom for me is uh, definitely AVP Requiem. That is my least favorite one. Uh, next is The Predator. Four is AVP. And I'm going to say these top four, I, I like I like these movies a lot. So the top four was tough for me. I, I guess the top three was really tough for me to um, put in order. But uh, yeah, four is AVP. So three, I'm going to go with Predators. And then two, I'm going to go with Predator 2. And one, I'm going to go with Predator. Yeah. I mean, one's kind of obvious, Predator. That one didn't really have. That was always going to be Predator. But two and three, I had a tough time figuring out which one I like more. Um, so I went with Predator 2 at 2, Predators at 3. Okay. I think number one and six are the the obvious ones. Like, there's no yeah, the there's no ends. way you can yeah. get those wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I knew that was going to be your, your top, your list. I, I could have called that. Yeah. I could have called it. Because mine is so, so similar. Yeah. The one difference is what I knew would be the difference. So Okay. At number six, I have AVP Requiem. Yeah. Then I have The Predator, same as you. But then I go Predators at number okay. four. And I put AVP in front of it. Okay. Because I think that is, it's a more fun movie for me. It's a more fun watch. Totally. When I think yeah. about what I'm going to go back and watch more, it's probably AVP. I don't think AVP is the better movie. But I think for like how much I'm watching these and what they deliver i'm putting avp at number three great i love it and then obviously number two is predator two and number one is predator so we just flip-flopped our three and four with predators and, four. and avp yeah. so yeah i thought i thought that might be the case yeah i love that i love avp being higher for you it's great yeah okay let's do some more fun stuff great we've got i mean uh, this episode's all about fun right it is it's just about having fun so okay. we've got um a list of things here from the movies and we're going to say what our favorite was out of the yes. whole franchise. So cool. Favorite male lead Dean go. 
Mr. Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie Predator. <laughs> I think that's it's, it's non-debatable. There is yeah. absolutely no way that he could not be the number one leading guy. Adrian Brody does a fantastic job, but he's not Arnold in the original. Nobody is. It's it's Arnold in his heyday. This might be his greatest performance. It's just it's him at his peak. So I, there's obviously no question. Arnold is the choice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's he's so like we said when we get to that third act, or I, I was saying like the third act so so strong. Um, I need him to be the guy in this third act. He just the like physical specimen that he is like just looking at him and then looking at him covered in mud. It's just it, it's visually striking as much as the predator is visually striking. So it's he's so good in this movie it, with his like physique. He's just in like perfect shape, but also in in his acting. I think he's a very good actor. And I think in this movie, it's kind of locked into exactly the zone I want him in. Yes. Out of this entire franchise, he is the only believable human to be able to physically combat a predator, in my opinion. Just he he has to look like that. He has to be that physically dominant for it to make sense that he could fight an alien, right? Um, I I do think the male leads were excellent, uh, except for for AVP and Requiem. I'm not a big fan of what they did with any of the humans in that one, but uh, the other ones, I was, I really liked the male leads. I thought they were, they were great. So, yeah. And I think that that first movie predator, there's some like, there's, well, there's kind of a lot of one liner zingers as they're, you know, doing killing guys, doing things in the jungle. And I think those are written in a way that they're supposed to sound kind of like cheesy, like they're supposed to sound that way. And I think the way Arnold's delivering them in that movie is on point. Like, I get that he's pretending to be an action star. Like, it, it's a weird it's a weird combo in that movie of, you know, really buff guys, but they're also joking around with each other. And I think it's played brilliantly by him. Yeah, and I think the joking around works because the points that sure. they are joking around is when they are the dominant force, right? Yeah. When things start to go, go awry and they start to not be the alpha team, the joking kind of stops. But mm-hmm. I think they joke because they're so powerful and they know that nobody's going to stop them. Nobody from Earth is going to stop them. Okay, Dean, favorite female lead. Well, this, Tim, this one's a little bit more up for up for debate. I'm curious. It, it, is, up for de- it is up for debate, but uh, you already said you don't like anyone in this movie. So I think we have we differ on this one, but I'm going with AVP and Sanaa Lathan. I know you um, like her. As yeah. I like her a lot in that movie. Um, for me, she is the only true, like, number one female lead of a movie, um, like, of a, of a Predator movie. And uh, I like her. I like kind of her attitude in this movie. I like that she, you know, she doesn't take any shit, even though no one's trusting her, no one's listening to her. I like her tough attitude, um, which turns into respect from the Predator later, um, which I, I really get. Like, I was respecting her in that movie, so I get, you know, that she does something that gains the respect of the Predator. And I I don't know, man. I, I really liked her in that movie. I thought she was solid. Interesting. Yeah, interesting call. I went with... Um... Maria Conchita Alonso from Predator 2. I just thought in this like like hot LA, you know, with these detectives, these hard ass detectives, she fit right in. 
Uh, I loved just any line she delivered. I was eating it up. She was hanging in there with the guys, like making cracks at them. Uh, I never felt like she was one of the ones who would get killed. She seemed so competent that whole movie. Yeah. She doesn't get killed. Um, I just, I've always loved her performance in that. And uh, yes, for me, it's her. She's my, she's totally. my number one. Yeah, she rocks. Her and like Bill Paxton's scenes are so great. He's just a complete like goofball and she totally hangs in there. They're such a great team. I'd watch a movie yeah. of, or a show of just those two, like uh, having I a definitely cop would. show. I definitely awesome. would. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Not a possibility, but that would have been great yeah. in its in yeah. its in its time. Yeah. Okay, now, Dean favorite hunter. So, Tim, does it surprise you that this was the hardest category for me? Well, because you love them all. Uh, yeah, I had a list when I when I do my uh, top of the head list. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of them on here. Um, I'm I'm surprised. I thought you'd be able to pull this out fairly easily. I couldn't. I couldn't do it fairly easily. Um, I, I couldn't do the first guy. I couldn't do the one in Predator, because at that point, I didn't feel this type of uh, connection that I do now. Right now, I feel like I really like Predators. Like I want them on my side. So I get super jacked in a movie when a Predator and a human are going to team up. Yeah. So then that made me cut down my list to only predators that have teamed up with humans because that's <laughs> what I get excited for. Like, that's when I really, really like it. Yeah. So again, I think you're not going to like this and listeners might not like it, but I'm taking Scar from AVP who teams up with uh, Son of Lathan's character in that movie. And like, I know a lot of people don't like the moment where they team up and think it's kind of cheesy because they go running off in slow motion together. But I like that they like team up together at the end to fight the uh, what? Not the queen, the Praetorian. The Praetorian, a word I will not remember. Yeah. Um, this action scene where the the Praetorian is kind of going, you know, going after um, the human in the scene, and then Scar does this slow motion jump in the air, and then they speed it up right as he's doing like a, a sort of twist in the air, and then he stabs the alien in the head. I watched that clip over and over and over again on YouTube. That's one of my, honestly, Tim, that's one of my favorite just like predator moments. I think it's so cool. I love like slow motion, then speed up. Um, this is my guy. I I don't know. I, I really like him. I like that he's workout predator. Like I like that he's thick. Um, I I went with him. I went with, they're like, like I said, there's a lot of predators on the list and he made it out as number one. This is really interesting to me because uh, in our review of that movie, you always thought there was some sort of like a love, a love connection there. You wanted them to kiss at one point when they teamed up. I did, You're like, yeah. I thought they should have kissed there. And I was like, what are you talking about, dude? So I chose I'm, the power couple. Maybe I should have known that, yeah, your, <laughs> your female lead and your favorite hunter would be from that movie because they were yeah. like, should have been in a relationship. Oh, man. What in the hell? AVP colon a love story. <laughs> Exactly. Written by Dean Manis. <laughs> hey, man. It's good. Narration by Brian. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. <laughs> Who do you got, Tim? I've got Wolf from AVP yeah. Requiem. Great. You've got a, a predator sent to Earth to contain an outbreak of xenomorphs. <laughs> Yeah. Like, this guy's not even there for the humans. He's the one 
to clean up when the xenomorphs run out of control. It yeah, blows so cool. my mind how cool of an idea that is. You talk about liking suit-up scenes. This dude suits up the best out of anybody. He is just so powerful. He, where in AVP, um, we see the first, we see AVP, we see three of these preds go down and two of them get killed right off the bat. And Scar's the one left. Wolf goes in there, no questions asked. He's dominating Xenomorphs and he's fighting and holding his ground and winning against an alien predator hybrid. He is definitely not my favorite looking predator, but yeah. coolness factor, hunter factor. This guy's not hunting the humans. He's hunting aliens. I love that. Wolf. And he's, he's trying to clean up the scene too. He's not just hunting them. He's like, there's a big mess here. We need yeah. to clean this up, right? Just make it, make it all go away. Leave no evidence behind. Yeah, but the problem is yeah. you've got, look who you're fighting, right? Look at the creature yeah. you're fighting. Go down there, clean everything up. Yeah, I love it. Wolf is Wolf, Wolf is, is great. Guy. Like I said, best part of that movie. Wolf is awesome. Okay, here's an interesting one. What is your favorite bit of added lore to the Predator universe from the sequels? So obviously in the first one, we get very, very little lore about the Predator, yeah. right? We get to see the Predator. We get to see how great of a killing machine the Predator is. We get to see it's physically formidable. It's got technology, but that's where it kind of ends. We don't get a lot more. The other movies start to unwrap the lore. So I want to know what's your favorite piece of lore that we learned from the later movies, the, the, the sequels. Yeah, my favorite piece of lore um, comes from Predator 2. And it is the wall of skulls. Nice, nice. When he, it, when that predator is polishing King Willie's skull, and we get to see all those other skulls on the wall, one of them being a xenomorph, one of them looking like some sort of dinosaur head. That is when my mind starts to expand. I'm already excited that we dropped a predator into an '80s action flick. And now I'm even more excited because we've just opened up the entire galaxy. These movies could like this predator could be dropped anywhere now. Plus we could be getting an AVP movie coming up. That's where I just got, I, I thought it was one of like the, it's, it's supposed to just be, you know, this like little Easter egg thing, but I think that opened up the world for the rest of the sequels. I think that was probably the catalyst for AVP. I think that, yeah. that, that scene probably got a lot of feedback from people myself being one of them just watching that seeing that alien skull the gears start Amazing. turning in your head like oh yeah. my goodness seriously what if that happened i think that's why that movie avp did so well because people were just so ready to see that totally yeah my favorite piece of added lore very interestingly enough comes also from predator 2 nice from that exact same scene which lets you know how powerful of a scene that ending to the movie was Totally. It was incredible. But my favorite piece of lore was learning at the end of that movie that the Predators are not just murderers or monsters. It was seeing that they had a code of, a code of honor. It was yeah. seeing those other Predators there with the jungle, no, not the jungle, the, uh, the city Predator. They give Harrigan that gun from like the 1700s as a trophy for beating their guy. Like... When those predators appeared on the ship for the first time, I immediately thought that Harrigan is dead. They're going to kill him. 
um, that was going to be the twist ending. It's like, ha ha ha, you just were fighting one of them, could barely get past him. Now there's six of us. We're going to destroy you. We're going to destroy this city. And they hand him a gun. They're like, we have honor. You win. Yeah. And I think that, that opens up the world for what you like best, which is you can have predators fighting alongside humans because they have a code. They have honor, they have respect, and they will team up with you if that's how they're going to win, if that's how they're going to win the day. So I love that we pulled two different things out from the same scene. Same scene. I love it too. It is great. It's It's a a great ending. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. Favorite death scene in one of the movies. So this one is just the first thing that popped in my mind, and I loved it so much. And it's from the movie Predators, where the berserker predator just rips out the spine of that prisoner. The pri- I, the prisoner predator? No, ri- not rips out the spine of the prisoner guy in the movie. Oh, Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins. Okay. Exactly. Rip, when when he gets his spine ripped out, that's the first time. Like we've seen spines, we've seen the predator do that before. But I feel like that's the first time I saw him rip it out of someone's body. And somebody to me who's so annoying in the movie. Like I said, we hate him, but we love to hate him. But like ripping out that spine was so satisfying. And he turned to that predator and he just said, like, do it or something. And then he does it. And I, it just, I, that was me. Like he was saying what I was. I'm saying to the screen, do it. Right. And he does it. He rips it out. He does a little roar after whatever. Like I loved it. Nice. Yeah, good call. For me, I was choosing from any number of scenes from the movie The Predator. There were so many that I was just eating up. I thought there were so So many great ones. But I had to go with dude on the Predator spaceship when the force field comes up. The Pred puts up the force field. There's a guy standing on it. Yes. His legs get cut off from the force field. And he just tumbles off, like arms outstretched into the air and just falls to his death. Yes. And I don't know. It was just such a cool idea that you'd be on this ship and the activation of the force field would just slice right through you, which is probably true. And then the idea that that's not actually what's going to kill him. It's the fall to earth and the smash to the ground, which is going to do it. So he's got this long ride down of just thinking like, oh... My legs are gone. I'm like falling through the sky. And the look on his face when it all happened, he was just like, it was, he was so confused. And then I love that you added when we were talking about it in the movie that now yeah. there's like a, a one foot gap between the force field and the ship because the, the force field didn't like cloak really close to the ship. There was like a one foot gap. So that dude's legs are still bouncing around somewhere yeah. <laughs> in between the force field and the ship. So. That was my. And there's no escape for those legs. They're just no, they're, moving around. They're there. in there. So that was my favorite. It was. I, it was so unexpected. Yeah. I've never really seen like somebody on a ship and have the force field kind of rip them in half like that. Very yeah. cool. Um, that that's mine. Okay, most underrated film. Uh, most underrated film for me is AVP. I think that AVP. I I don't think a lot of people out there like AVP, and uh, I, I we talked about it earlier. Um, I love it for what it is. I know that it's not 
a great movie. Um, but for me, it's so fun. And it's exactly what I want out of that type of AVP movie. I want a video game movie. I want Paul W.S. Anderson doing it. Um, I'm going to watch that movie over and over. For me, it's underrated. I think it's great. Yeah, that's a good call. That is a good call. I mean, I can I can definitely see that and appreciate it. Nobody likes that movie. But it, no, it I is, don't think there's very good. many people it's out pretty, there that like it. It's a fun movie. It's it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I get that. So for me, this one might come as a bit of a, a surprise to you. I'm going to go with Predator, the first one. I actually think it doesn't get the respect it deserves. If you ask a lot of people, this movie's not showing up on their top anything list, right? It's like a, it's maybe forgettable as this movie I saw when I was younger and I loved it, but it's just Predator. It's just, that's what it is. It's just, it's an action movie, right? It's just that, this action movie with an alien that can't make it into my top movies. So I just think that if, you know, people would watch it again and give it another shot, I think they'd be really surprised how excellent that movie is. So even though it's a movie that lots of people love, I think it doesn't get the respect it deserves. I get that. I get that, Tim, because at the beginning you said you would potentially put it on your top 10. So I'm actually going to pull up my top 50 right now to show you how underrated it is on my list. Because you think it should be in my top 10, probably. No, I, I know your top 10. I appreciate your okay. top 10. I think I think Predator could be in your top 20. Okay. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to be disappointed. If you're going to tell me that you can't put Predator in your top 20, I might argue with you about that. Yeah, so I got I got a sitting at fifty six. So it's uh it's 56. one of those just six. It's one of those that's outside of the top fifty, but on the top fifty list. Okay, you got your list up. What's uh what what's nineteen? <laughs> Tell me what nineteen is. Oh, you're gonna hate some of these, Tim. What's nineteen? Oh, you picked a good one. Avengers Infinity War. You love that movie. Oh, that's tough. That's you tough. love that movie. I do love that movie. I think Predator is higher up though. Yeah. I mean, I what's probably what's most 18? people do. <laughs> <laughs> what's number 18? 18 is um, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, there you go. Swap it out. I love Into the Spider-Verse. One of the best comic book movies there is. We're going to have to do an episode where we do uh, our top, like, favorite list of movies. We should. Yeah, we should. That's a double feature episode right there. Okay. Um, we have least favorite film on the, on the list. That's so obvious. That was just skip it. Obviously, Requiem. We already know that. Yeah, for sure. Tim, I don't even have that written down here. Anyways, we're skipping it because it's a terrible question. It's whatever's at the bottom. <laughs> it was already, we both decided it was our number six, like our least <laughs> we favorite. Rank them, yeah. Tim. Guess what? What's your most favorite, Tim? Yeah, what's, what's your, your most, most favorite, favorite movie? <laughs> Stupid. Okay, one more. Make one change to the franchise. Yeah. So mine comes, it's going to be sort of just building on what I said last episode. Um, in the predator and i really think so we talked about how sort of what what came out of that pod at the end of the predator uh kind of screws anyone who wants to pick up from there i mean none of these well i guess some of these movies do pick up right away but usually they start their own and they do their own thing but if you wanted to pick up from this movie um for me the way to do it the most fun way to do it i don't like at this point i'm just like just make it wild just go for it and I'm going to say I want Arnie to come out of the pod and I want him to come out of the pod as the Terminator. And I want it to be that the Predators 
who are advanced in technology made the Terminator and sent it back to Earth to protect them and made it in the image of Arnold Schwarzenegger because that is who (laughs) that is who beat them hand to hand fist. Like they'll just be like, this is the one who could take us. We made you a term. We made you a machine that can do it. Tie it all together. Figure out a way to tie them all together. Next movie is AVPVT. That is such a great idea. And I know you mentioned that in the Predator episode, but you elaborated on it a little bit here that that they were the ones who actually created the Terminator. Exactly. In Arnold's image, dude. Dude, that's awesome. It is Dutch. The Terminator is Dutch. That makes so much sense. It does. And you can still do the thing where they have some sort of battle. They leave a piece of that technology. Skynet thing still happens. And that is all still good. You don't have to mess with that like Terminator continuity at all. You can just work it in. I love that as an idea. I would have been jumping out of my seat to see it. But I will say... I think that still falls flat like the normal ending does because it just, it becomes how many predators can a Terminator stop, right? Can it stop one? Definitely. Can it stop three? Probably. Can it stop right. 10? Probably not. So yeah. it's it's the same for me as this predator suit, but it's a way more like fist pumping moment. I would have been so excited by that (laughs) i would love it It and then like i said before i I mean i said it in a different way but get james cameron to direct it because he hasn't done a predator but he's done an alien and a terminator so get him to direct that next movie that'd be great yeah okay one change for the franchise for me dean what do you think i'm gonna say uh no humans I am going to surprise the hell out of you. What? Right now. More humans. I'm Extra going. Humans. I'm seriously. I'm saying my answer to this question. More humans. Oh, I'm wow. serious. Yes. And this, this is shocking, Tim. This is what I was talking about in the Predators. What if? Okay. It seems like whenever they make these movies, they feel like the humans have to be there. As much as I say, don't do it, they don't right. listen to me. They never listen no, to they me. they don't. Dean. So if they have to have humans, let's scale it up. I don't want five to 10 humans. I want thousands. I want tens of thousands of humans in the movie fighting a war with the predators. Yeah. I want a full scale war. That's what I want to see. That's what I would change. Give us one cool. of those. I think I, I think I mentioned like, maybe 200 predators versus 10,000 humans yeah. and not just like not just like city people like hardened soldiers yeah i think in the predators episode i was thinking of like starship troopers where this right. whole army comes to another planet starts fighting these bugs well, what if those bugs were the predators what if the, yeah. what if the humans send out an army to attack the predators on their planet or they have multiple planets I'd like to see squadrons engaging like different sizes of predator squads. You know, maybe maybe a uh, hundred humans come after three predators, and you get that battle. Meanwhile, you've got two hundred predators fighting ten thousand guys over here on this planet. Like right. a, a full blown, like really well done war movie. But just there's it's not humans versus humans. It's humans versus predators, and keep the predator personalities. Right. Give them all their unique personalities. I'd love to see 
like a predator general and his um like what his plan would be to like combat a bunch of humans dropping down in like drop ships or something like that i think it would be really interesting yeah. the predators always bring the battle to the humans i think it would be interesting if the humans brought the battle to the predators Right. And then you, at least you get a different type of movie right? Um, where all these movies kind of have similar feels to them. Then you get a completely different type of movie and, you know, we can see how everyone thinks of that. What if the hunters became the hunted? There you go. You got the tagline down, Tim. What do we call it, though? Because Predators is already taken. Um, so let me just refresh you, Tim. Let me just refresh you on Dude, all I the names. Dude, I came up with the idea for the movie. Someone else can come up with the title. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we can get it here. We got Predator, Predator 2, Predators, and The Predator. Where do we go from there in names? What's left? Predatory. Predator colon Starship Troopers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the one. Starship <laughs> Troopers 2, even though I know there's like three or four of them. Terrible. <laughs> SVP. Oh, yes, SVP. So now you actually want you actually want a crossover. Yeah. Or actually Predator Hunted might be pretty good. There you go. Predator Hunted. Predator Hunted. <laughs> predator 5 colon Hunted. Yeah, Predator 5 colon Hunted. Okay, Dean. Yeah. I think we're kind of getting to the end of this, but I uh, I wanted to do yeah. one more fun thing. Oh, awesome. Here on the podcast. So I've put together a quiz for you. Oh, this is cool. Ready? This is fun. Ready to do a quiz? Now this is yeah, only... Yeah, see my shoulders went back up. I got <laughs> nervous again. <laughs> no, just relax. It's all for fun. Um, okay. This is only about the movie Predator, the first one. Oh, wow. I saw that so long ago. Okay. Okay. Here's your quiz. Okay. Some of these are easier than others, so don't feel any pressure. This is okay. a this is going to be tough to get them all, but who wants okay. a quiz that's just super easy, right? No, 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 bring it. Bring Listeners, it. play along with this one. See how many you can get. Yeah. Dean, question 1. Yeah. Okay. Which cast member was actually a Navy SEAL before becoming an actor? I'll give you some options here. Oh, okay. Arnold, Jesse Ventura, Shane Black, or Carl Weathers? Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to say it was Carl Weathers. It was Jesse Ventura. Ah, oh, that was my other guess. That was my other guess. Okay. Yeah, good okay. good guess, though. Good guess. Yeah. Okay, Dean, how many people wrote the original script for the movie? One, two, three, or four? I'm going to say one. It was two. It was two. It was the Thomas <laughs> brothers. Right. Okay, okay. Oh, they're brothers. John right. and Jim, yeah. Oh, man, I'm doing a horrible job. Okay. It's okay. Um, at the start of the movie. Yeah. Dutch's team arrives in the helicopter. Okay. Which team member is the only one wearing a suit and tie? Was it Billy? Hawkins? Mac? Or Poncho? Hmm. I'm going to say Hawkins. It was Mac. <laughs> Shoot. Really? Yeah. Was he shaving as well? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. He's always <laughs> shaving. <laughs> okay. Okay. Man, these are tough, Tim. This is a tough quiz. I'm 0 for 3. You are 0 for 3. Which actor played two characters in the movie? 
Sonny Landham, which is Billy, Kevin Peter Hall, Shane Black, or Carl Weathers? Um, shoot. Played two characters. I can't think of the two characters that they could be. Do you know who um, you know who everybody is here though? Yeah. I do know who everyone is. Uh I'm gonna say A. Sonny Landam? Yeah. It was Kevin Peter Hall. No way. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, he played the Predator. And he was the helicopter pilot who picked them up at the end. Oh my goodness. Okay, okay. Yeah, the Sonny Landham. He was in there as the uh the curveball. Um yeah. he's the one shoot. you might choose. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't think that the person who would be in the Predator's outfit would also do some other, but I may, I should have thought of that because their face would be covered. Right, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid, Tim. It's okay, it's okay. This is just for fun. Don't worry about it. Nobody's listening. I am not having fun, Tim. Winning is fun and I am losing. Okay. Which character is always telling dirty jokes? You have no choices. You just have to get this one. Who's the character always uh, telling the dirty jokes? Damn it. Um, always telling dirty jokes is Hawkins. Yes, you got it. Yes. Good pull. Okay. Good pull. Whew. Whose skull does the Predator keep as a trophy? Billy. Got it. According to Blaine, this is tough. Okay. What kind of tick did the gorillas stick in like? A Colorado tick? An Indiana tick, an Alabama tick, or a Nebraska tick? A Nebraska tick. The Alabama tick. Oh, shoot. (laughs) That's tough. These are all tough. Yes, these are very tough. tough. What name did Blaine give to his minigun? Old Enforcer, Old Faithful. Oh, my goodness. Old reliable or old painless? Oh my goodness. Okay. Um Old Faithful. Old Painless. Come on. I never would have <laughs> went with old painless. Never. No, <laughs> no never. <laughs> what is Max rank in the movie? Corporal? Um oh, sorry, I'll give ahead. you some options. Corporal. Okay. Lieutenant. Sergeant. Commander. Uh, I think Lieutenant. That's what I thought too, but it's Sergeant. Really? Okay. Yeah, oh, I know. Wow. I was certain. Dude, I was certain it was yeah, Lieutenant. I was pretty certain about that one. And they say it a bunch of times to him. I was certain of that. Okay, number 10. What wow. was the name of the original script for Predator? The Hunter? Mm-hmm. The Hunted? Mm-hmm. Hunter? Or Hunted? I think it is Hunter. You got it. You yes. Got it. And yes. by getting number 10, that was yeah. a winner takes all question. So okay. Dean, you so win. You win. Yes, you win. Thank you. You win thank the you. quiz. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Wow. You got oh, it. There's a lot of pressure there. You got it. Those are hard, Tim. That was a good quiz. Those were hard. Sorry. That was a tough one. That's more of a quiz maybe for somebody who's seen it a bunch of times. Um, yes. I, uh, I'm happy with the two I got right or the three I got right. Yeah. Yeah. You did. You did great. You did great. 
great, uh, great franchise. Franchise I I had not seen before and is now one of my favorite franchises. Like, I just love all these movies. I'll watch them all the time. I guess the one thing left to say is that they've just recently announced that there's going to be another one. So we have Did to start. I, we have to, even, I don't even know about this. We have to start this process all over again. We have to start from Perfect. one and watch them all again. No, yes. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just tag one on. They are doing. Uh, they're doing a prequel, uh, based on a comic book from the late '80s, I believe. Okay. It was late '80s, okay. early '90s. Uh, Predator Big Game. It was called a comic I loved. I wasn't allowed Great. to buy those mature comics, and a friend yeah. of mine had them, so I'd go over to his place and read them. Really, really cool. Hopefully they do a good job with it. One more thing is our spoiler. Ooh, I forgot about it. Yeah. Let's do it. And that is going to be, we've decided to continue on with this covering of a franchise of movies. We have another franchise in mind that we're going to cover. And it seemed only to make sense mm-hmm. that the next one be Alien, the Alien franchise. So we're going to be yes. doing that. We've already done Alien 1. We have a two-part episode, one of our earliest episodes. I think it might be episode four and five. It's way back there. We cover Alien 1, but we'll be going through the Alien franchise, movie by movie, the same way we did this one. I am so excited for that. I've been wanting to do those movies for a while. Um, oh, yeah. I've, I've just been wanting to talk about some of them out of place even like not even going in order right. it's just like yeah. i have i feel like i have to talk about alien 3 like a couple months ago it was like i have to talk about alien right. 3 we just have <laughs> to do a podcast on this that would make no sense just to not have like number two in there but this is this is uh how we're gonna do it we're gonna start up we're gonna go in order we're gonna go through the franchise we will be skipping obviously avp and avp requiem yeah i think it's a more solid franchise than the predator really yeah. looking forward to it me too. I love all those movies. I am a huge fan of movies that people don't like. Like I'm a huge fan of Resurrection. I'm a huge fan of Prometheus. So I'm just really excited to get to those movies and really just lay out why I love them. Um, so yeah, it, I'm, I'm super pumped. Our our Alien episode was way back when we weren't as tight. Uh, we weren't as like uh, structured as we are now. Um, but the next ones will probably be more our style more walking through the plots yeah we were finding our way back then it's it's we're finding an our excellent way, yeah. that is an excellent episode though i will yeah we just don't do any plot walk through that's all i'll stand by that episode uh the audio is probably going to be a little bit poorer than it is now we've learned a lot yeah. along the way but i mean the 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 content in that in that episode is fantastic i love that episode so yeah if you want to join us in the journey um a lot of you have probably listened to that episode already but if you want to use it to refresh yourself, yeah, sure enough, it's there for you already. So, so Tim, that means we're going to have an Aliens episode coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, at some point. That, that is that, that exciting. All, yeah, that'll all be main main feed stuff, just like this one was. Yeah, so for sure, yeah. But you heard, and then it, we'll do a wrap up double feature, probably. Yeah, probably. Awesome. All right, Dean, thanks for joining. Thank you, Tim. This was fun. Thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time. La la la.
I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. If you're looking for additional content from Talking Back, sign up for our monthly newsletter. We'll be doing monthly wrap-ups, sneak peeks, we'll show you some behind-the-scenes stuff, we'll be sharing recommendations, and who knows what else is going to go on. Find a link to the sign-up form in the bio of any of our social media accounts, or feel free to reach out to Tim or Dean and we'll set you up. That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.